Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Hi, hello, and welcome to Get This Shit. I'm your host, Cassie. And today I'm joined by my handsome husband, Sam. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Thank you so much for coming back to us. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Well, good. I'm glad. It uh, helps me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you guys don't seem to mind either out there. So, perfect. Um... I was stifling a giggle as our intro plays because yeah, I I don't I can't layer stuff. I, post-production is very minimal on this show. Um but I was stifling a laugh because I have to go back and forth, son of a bitch. <laughs> I have to take my headphone in and out of a shared headphone jack that we use for recording and my computer to check sound and everything because if if any professional sound engineer saw how I do the show, they would be fucking horrified. <laughs> hey, it's grassroots, man. It is. It is. This is a, a one gal operation over here anymore. But yeah, so what a what do we got, Samuel? Let's see. Let me open up my treasure of goodies. Um. Oh yeah. So Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Hooray to everybody and mm. however you choose to celebrate that. Sure. We celebrated by going to one of your friends' race parties, legendary race parties. <laughs> yeah. And been. it was the uh, five hundred. If anyone didn't know what that is oh and since we have some international listeners hey what's up my dudes um the indy 500 is what type of race cars uh it's i think it's still irl but it's open wheel uh like f1 cars f1 cars okay so i mean i've lived in indiana for a long time and i still don't i don't know anything about the races at all i just know that you don't go to speedway (laughs) <laughs> Memorial Day and Labor Day, right? Uh, yeah, I think the brickyards around. Is it around Labor Day? I don't remember. Uh, it I don't know. used to be in August, and then they switched it. Yeah, I, I fuck. I haven't followed racing in a very long time because I grew up about like eight blocks away from the track. Yeah, so. real close. And then we lived in the town of Speedway for a long time. Yep, and yep. Um, I had never been to the Coke lot, which is something that's really popular as well. And it's also known um, it's trash like it's it's <laughs> trash city. Would you not say? Well, I mean, there is a lot of trash to pick up after everyone leaves. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like the entire operation trash like <laughs> <laughs> there are trash people. Not everyone's a trash person there. No, it's but uh, like, I mean, it's for all the people. So the camping, co- yeah, the Coke camping. field, uh, there's a Coca-Cola 
uh, facility right across the street from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and they have a large uh, field on their property, and it's auxiliary, like, overflow for, like you said, like, for people who want to camp out for the weekend, for the race, and it's uh, filled with all the people who, like, don't stay at the bigger hotels downtown you know it's for the people who don't you know rent out the luxury suites and you know when the pagoda and all that stuff it's for mainly for people who hang out in the infield so the fucking real fans exactly the ones who are willing to sit in a cheap 20 dollar lawn chair uh and (laughs) drink cheap beer and hang out and just you know but i mean i like I've been to the race and and one year where I was in the box like in one of the boxes. Yeah, yeah, and that's it, the only time I've been. It was super fun. It was super nice, but it was nothing like I was used to. Oh yeah, no. Like, I've only I, been in the infield like <laughs> once, and I was like, "That's enough." And see, and I was <laughs> like, I spent part of the race in the box, and then went down and hung out in the infield, and oh, then went up people. for the end of the race went back up to the box (laughs) fuck yeah bro when i say that i am sports spoiled for someone who is not a sporty gal um growing up my mom worked for a company that had you know extra tickets and all of this for different sporting events and they would go through you know the employees and whatnot and we got them quite often because other people didn't want them i guess but i have been in uh the sweet boxes for Colts games, for Pacer games, um, I think a hockey game one time, definitely a, a concert or so, I, just different things at the different races. I don't know all of them. There was a <laughs> motorcycle one that I went yeah, to that was bitching. I got GP, to drink. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I got to drink and I was 19 and I was like, fuck yeah. And my dad was like, we're doing this. Don't tell your mom. And I was like, mom who? Right. But then like karma came back and I had to like, I had to try a Bloody Mary. It's fucking awful. I was like, who does this? And then I found out people like, like them, like Katie. We can't all be perfect. <laughs> you know, I wish I did, though. They look scrum diddly umptious. I remember back. So for those who don't know, Indianapolis doesn't have or Indiana does not have a major league baseball team. No, we <laughs> have a minor league baseball team yeah. that used to be a farming team for, I believe, the Cincinnati Reds. Now, I believe they're a farming team for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But Yar. so our baseball diamond is called victory field and it's pretty nice it's decent especially for a minor league team um before that was uh the stadium was called bush stadium oh yeah and it was it was down in between speedway and where the hood really started and i remember one of the few times we ever well two memories one it was like the only time i'd ever been in like a box as a kid at any type of sporting event and i think my dad cool. won tickets like through his work or through church cool. or something i don't remember but i remember like it was just us in there and like what 
Yeah, and we didn't know the fucking rules, so like we didn't know that the shit in there was free. We thought it was like the mini bar at the hotel. Oh my god! And that you were gonna get charged afterward if you. <laughs> so That's like so we went through funny. the whole game. Like we didn't eat any of the free food. We didn't drink any of the free like Pepsi's or anything. Oh my like god! That. Yeah, we didn't know. Oh my god. <laughs> we were like the clampets and <laughs> Oh that's so funny. That's awful. That's the only reason I went, because I was like, fuck yeah, food. But, They'll probably have fried chicken. Hell yeah. Right. The other time I remember it was a fourth of July game and Fun. we were like we were in the nose bleeds. I oh, mean, Lord. we were I'm like I could go up like two or three rows and touch the back wall. No thanks. Uh, and but since it was July Fourth, they shot a bunch of fireworks off, and man, those fuckers looked real Ooh, close. It was awesome. Boy, it was I bet. great. It was super cool. That's that's pretty fucking cool. That's a baller. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, the race was in town. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know, um, traffic is shitty. In Indiana, (laughs) like it just is like north, south, east, west. If you're coming in and going out of Indiana for Memorial Weekend, you're going to run into a lot of traffic and there's construction because there's always construction. Yep. And they're redoing all the bridges on I-70 running through Indianapolis trying to. Nobody cares. (laughs) Yeah. We're turning into old. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Also, um, the weather. Oh, my God. The weather. Uh, yeah. So we went to a race party. Yes. We had burgers, dogs, and like everything. Like it was American as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was cornhole going on. Oh, my was, God. And it was like a pretty Chicago intense game. People bags, I guess bags. is what they call it. Yeah. Fuck you. It's called mm-hmm. cornhole. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know why we have to insist on calling it cornhole. But all right. That's what I knew it as. So that's what I'd it is. I'd much rather call f- it bags. Yeah. I'm, everyone would. But that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not its name. point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so funny so i uh, we had a long weekend we had monday off so that was nice oh uh saturday we went to like i don't know like a, a kind of a rave i guess like a, a glow party rave they yeah, had if you were ever in college and yes. like you wanted to have like a glow party because yeah I don't know. It's a lot easier to, uh, you know, be around scantily clad women if you put up some glow sticks and yeah, black lights. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So I uh, died. I have um, a, pr- a front streak of blonde in my red hair and I died. Well, I didn't. Samuel did all of the labor for me. It was wonderful. He colored my hair neon yellow. So it actually glows in black light. I've used this mm-hmm. color before and I love that. I look like a troll. It's so cute. <laughs> Can't get over it. A troll doll, not one that hangs out under bridges. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm also, but I am the troll online. <laughs> I literally trolled somebody today in the fucking town chatter I'm in. I like, I like to think I'm a troll for goods, but I don't know. I'm angry. You can take some of this. You fine. Right? Yeah, no, I'm fine with you getting it out on the internet. Yeah, no kidding. I know, I know. Unleashing the beast at home. Oh, God, you're so funny. But I, so the glow party we went to, we were there for like, 
an hour or two. Yeah, something like that. And it was just um lame as fuck. Yeah. I, it just wasn't the vibe. So like we were like we were invited and we came, but we didn't really know anyone there. Yeah. And not a, there wasn't really anyone who was super outgoing except for like the one or two people that we knew. So, yeah. So. Bye. Like <laughs> we don't have to, you know, whatever. So we paid for two dollars for event parking to I don't know. Uh, to help raise money, I guess. Whatever. So, I mean, me, I'm thinking, like, almost like valet, but, like, no one takes our keys or anything. So, like, I only halfway thought of that shit. So, we come out to leave, and it's probably a little bit after midnight. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> and we're double parked. And yeah, it's double stacked. Yeah, we're, and we're we, boxed in. <laughs> we were boxed in, yeah. So... We decide to Uber <laughs> to our local gay bar, and uh, who has uh, and who has uh, dinner overnight dinner, but it's br- breakfast foods. So they serve breakfast all day long, but especially at nighttime, that's on their overnight menu. There we go. Woo! <laughs> I just I have gotten elevated for this. What what's going on today? <laughs> but um, we chilled there for a little bit, and we got some breakfast. And Sam had to fucking kick me to keep me awake because I I have this really cool party trick that there are some days that I don't sleep, and then there are days that I cannot keep my eyes o- open. Like it's. It's a sight to behold because I like you can wake me up and wake me up and wake me up. I can get up and move and then I, I go right back to sleep like it was awful. And I was falling asleep during karaoke night <laughs> at a gay bar. Not a not a quiet event. <laughs> not a quiet event whatsoever. But Samuel kept me awake, and uh, I don't know, an hour and a half later, I guess, we take a Uber back, and the only car that had moved was the car blocking us in. Yep. So fucking blessings <laughs> to that person's. Thank you, my dude, for leaving and thinking that shit was lame as fuck, too. I, want, I really wonder how long it was. <laughs> but anyway... Then we were able to go home and it was great. Mm-hmm. But take our yeah. old asses to bed. Oh God, yeah. We were we were done diddly un. But speaking of gay, happy pride. <laughs> yeah, happy pride month. Happy pride month. Um if you do not know, um, I'm gonna let you know. I am a proud pansexual human being. Um uh, if you don't know what that means, that means that I really like pots and pans. I yeah. like cooking yeah. utensils. No. Um, Betty Crocker gets her going. Yeah, really, really does. I don't have a preference about you as a human. I don't care what type of genitals you have. I care more about the human that you are. Um, if... You didn't know I dated women before I met Sam and Sam's kind, gentle soul reached out and touched mine 
And then I let him touch my boob. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's not disgusting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, it was I'm, right after the handshake. Right after. Yeah, right after. No, Sam and I were bros. It mm-hmm. was, we were We were really good friends before we started dating. And one thing he said, he was like, I was going to say, I want to know what love is and I want you to show me. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. As a way to ask her out. Yes, yes, yes. It was <laughs> Or to so be in cute. a relationship with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love it. You're adorable. But I am very privileged because I pass as a cis hetero couple which could be the farthest thing from the truth. Like, <laughs> this is a rainbow house. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel is a phenomenal ally, and uh, he is, I don't know, he's always let me be my little gay self. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. I and I really appreciate it. Uh, but our Get That Shit this month will be as gay as possible <laughs> and i will be posting about a lot of local uh as an indiana local uh pride stuff and as much national things as i see so uh send me your ideas and your thoughts your causes your organizations whatever it be and we'll get more eyes on it um yeah so suggestions love it yeah or suggestions of like a lgbtqia plus is that all of them i forget uh-huh um, yeah if you guys have an idea for a topic that you guys want us to do yes, research on yes. and, and expand on that uh somebody else out there might not know about and we can tell yeah. them to get this shit uh we love any ideas about uh, a pride friendly topic that yeah i mean I'm sure it'll get covered at some point this month, for definitely. But yeah. if you guys have any ideas, it'd be great. Yeah, super great. Please, please, please. So this week, we're going to do something a little different. But there is a reason for our madness this week. Um, I had... The first appointment, which I wasn't aware it was a two-parter until I got there. Um, I had my first appointment for a crown. And I don't know if, I mean, I do know other people have had this procedure done. I don't know of anyone off the top of my head who has had a crown placed recently. But fuck me. It is not for me. <laughs> I uh, I am one of those people. Um, uh, so I also have uh, and do struggle with depression and things like that. Um, so as a young adult, I uh, did not take care of myself properly, which also meant I did not go to the dentist regularly about 10 years and counting. And I found a local dentist that is fucking amazing my dentist is actually my age which is pretty cool she had blush pink blonde hair the last time I went in oh my god so cute but the entire staff is wonderful and lovely and they are so encouraging about me uh, 
taking care of it now and not shaming me about mm-hmm. anything. So I get into the chair and like this fucking appointment <laughs> lasted for two hours. <laughs> All of two hours. But um, I was honest with them that I do participate in recreational uh, smoking and they have never said boo about it, you know, even though our state is not groovy to it, you know. But, uh, yeah, they gave me a little extra Novocaine because uh, smoking and Novocaine don't really go together. It can lower your tolerance for the Novocaine to work. So be honest. They don't fucking care. They're not narcs. Well, that may change here soon because other anyway anyway yeah so it was a great experience everything but my fucking god my mouth hurt all this week like i came home i was asleep by like 8 30 mm-hmm. last night yeah i uh, was awake enough to eat mashed potatoes and bean soup that sam made for me <laughs> <laughs> and it was fucking delicious but i crashed and he put me to bed with an ice pack and i felt so much better this morning but he is going to be, Sam is the, he, uh, is going to be doing most of the talking today. And it's going to be, I don't know, not like free-formed, but just a lot more loosey-goosey, less rigid, because I need to be less rigid in me life. Got to practice that. (laughs) I mean, I can stay stiff for you if you'd like. (laughs) Thought it was my job to stay stiff. (laughs) So, uh, Sam, you uh, got any got any shit for us today? Sure. Uh, I was thinking back uh, to what really, like me as an adult, one of the things I love to do the most is learn new things, which is one of the reasons I enjoy this podcast and I enjoy being a part of this podcast because I really do. Like all of the podcasts that I listen to, except for maybe one, I am constantly learning new things on a big and not nothing important. I'm not taking, you know, listening to lectures on a college level or, or I'm not. Now that I think about it, I, I wouldn't mind doing it, but I'm not taking classes on like how to affect social change. Like I'm not doing anything useful. I'm just sure, building sure. the library of useless knowledge in my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. But Great knowledge. <laughs> right. So uh, I realized that one of the things that really formed my love of this was I had a great history teacher my junior year um, who taught us about a couple of stories from American history that I had never heard before. And, uh, you know, I mean, American history, it's the same shit every single year. You know, you start with the pilgrims and then you skip over the genocide and then you... (laughs) (laughs) And then you skip over more genocide. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so there was a couple of stories and then... Uh, I was raised very religious in a Protestant Christian household. Mm -hmm. And the older I got and the more of the stories I heard with a more learned and more experienced knowledge really put those stories into like a human perspective. Mm. 
and it yeah. made it a lot more interesting. It also made me question a lot more, which is why I'm now, as I would describe it, agnostic at best. But at best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love it, man. At best. <laughs> Also, Cassie and I have had a couple conversations because she did not grow up nearly as religious as I did. Like, you grew up in the church a little bit, but not like... I mean, we went to church every Sunday, and my dad was uh, the worship leader Mm -hmm. pretty much at every um, fucking church we went to. And then also, we did... My dad worked for the Salvation Army for a year, and... uh, um, that year it was that was fucking rough <laughs> not enjoyable but yeah um we i have not seen it benefit my family like we got burned every time and like my parents were very giving people so yeah we weren't a stringent household i would say that we were like we were faith. We we're faith based household. You know what sure, I mean? Sure. Yeah. But Does you, that make sense? yeah, you went to church every Sunday. Like it was more than, you know, we just go Easter and Christmas, but it was uh-huh. not like we're going multiple nights a yeah. week. And you're, we went to a lot of youth groups and that kind of shit. But... Sure. Which is a mile wide and an inch deep. Uh-huh. Any youth group you go to. Whereas like me going to church as often as I did and I was educated in like a Christian private school. Yeah. And. When you're at the high school age in a Christian, at least the Christian school I went to, like they did a lot of deep, deep, deep digs on stuff. So like they they did a lot of in-depth. We education. read flowers for Algernon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the past, actually, it's gone on through like our whole relationship. But Cassie and yeah. I sometimes will talk about uh, different things from the Bible and I will be exp- explaining things from just general knowledge that or what yeah, comes off as obtained. general knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Over years and years and years of I don't want to say indoctrination, but eh, no, one hundred and ten percent. I don't know that it was ha- like harmful indoctrination, no. but like indoctrination, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Sam has this like well of knowledge. Look, I I only know so many things. There are all only so many <laughs> but sam like uh, we've been together 10 11 years mm. and uh, i he just literally is smarter every day and i'm struggling over here <laughs> to remember to take my vivance in the morning <laughs> like i p- had my birth control implanted in me so it was one less thing <laughs> i had to remember like <laughs> i can't but he is a wealth of knowledge and I also have zero concept of time. None of it. And I think that I've proven that over Uh, the multiple Once or twice. Once or twice. So, yeah. I'm not preaching to the choir. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. We'll do. We'll set up in the podcast room. We'll do like they have in the elementary school classrooms and in the history class. We'll set up a big timeline that's going to border the top and between the wall and between the wall and the ceiling. Please don't fuck with me. I would love that, number one. And I'll bring in the laser pointer and then I can point to stuff. Stop. Stop talking about it if you're not real. (laughs) So. Oh, my God. That being said, 
I figured that the Bible has a lot of get this shit stories in it. So (laughs) I don't know. Like, it's just today's just going to be a fun story day. Yes. And so, like, I don't know how much of this is factually uh, verified from the Bible versus historical context or, you know, whatnot. But we'll see. (laughs) But he's done some research and he's got his brain. What he grew up with. (laughs) Pretty much. So, but yeah, I figured. This is one of our favorite pastimes. Yeah. Because Samuel helped with the name of the podcast because I, like, after learning shit from him, I would go to my other friends, Kaylee and such, and be like, get this shit. So Samuel said (laughs) that blah, 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 blah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we used to sit out on our balcony and... uh, like cuddle and stuff and you would tell me stories about the bible and shit like that and i was like no way (laughs) wait people believe that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah crazy i know and i'm like that's what i was supposed to believe (laughs) (laughs) right you were you were just in the girl scouts for the cookies you didn't realize there was an entrepreneurial program (laughs) (laughs) yup all right so you ready for story time i'm so ready all right, so this is going to center around the Israelites. Go figure, okay? Okay. <laughs> also known as the Jews, so the Jewish people. Okay, great. All right? So Jewish people became a country and had a kingdom, had a king, right? Yes. Okay, Saul was the first king. Okay. Followed by David. Okay. And then Solomon. And okay, then, I recognize that name too. Okay, so you recognize right? David was the one who had the slingshot and the rock killed the big dude, right? Oh, really? Y- yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, from David and Goliath. Yes. <laughs> hey, listen, I've watched Veggie Tales. Right there, you go. <laughs> I I've prepared for this assignment. <laughs> so, few kings down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit happens, and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh no right and then there's a civil war okay oh, all right so the jewish people split into the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom all right the northern kingdom is known as israel and the southern kingdom is known as judah okay Alrighty. the southern kingdom has jerusalem in it okay okay so the northern kingdom israel is conquered by the Assyrians. And then... Who are they? Uh, so the Assyrians were a very, very militant empire that was uh, the predecessor to the Babylonians. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, they were very, very, very hostile people. Uh, very. Cute. Mm, when you think of... They, they were just very brutal people. And that so they were conquered and then pretty much extinguished by the Assyrians. Oh, shit. So now we have the Southern Kingdom. And the Southern Kingdom was later captured by the Babylonians, right? Oh, okay. So, yep. Southern Kingdom and Jerusalem was raided and and like destroyed. And then uh, the people were sent into exile. 
cute. So they now in this is before Jesus. Very much before Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so this, yeah, definitely Old Testament. Great. So they were sent into exile, and they were just disseminated throughout the Babylonian Empire. Okay. Okay. So they didn't really have a home. They were just wherever they they were scattered to the wind, which if you go into the Bible, it's like this is God's punishment because the Jewish people had a very bad habit of following God and then not following God and then following God and then not following God. <laughs> yeah, they yo- so he had to remind them. Yeah, they yo-yoed a lot. So this oh, was like their okay. punishment was being scattered by the Babylonians. I mean, you could have just sent me to my room. Fuck. <laughs> right. So then the Babylonians are conquered by Cyrus the Great of Persia. He was the first okay. large em- first emperor of like the Achaemenid Persian Empire. Wow. So then Cyrus says, if the Jews want to go back to Jerusalem and reclaim that, rebuild their city, rebuild their temple, they're more than like, go ahead. I don't feel like dealing with... Jewish issues here, Jewish issues there. If they could hub up, that would wow. be great. <laughs> so, all, all right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. The Jews were in exile in Babylon for about 70 years before the Persians came in. Oof. Right? So, most of the Jews went back to Jerusalem and started to rebuild the city, the wall, the temple, which you can read about in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. But, this story focuses on uh, a few Jews that decided to stay in the Persian kingdom. Not everybody wanted to leave because some people, sure. you know, weren't, you know, they had Why a life. Why would I go back? Yeah, they had a life set up, you know. Sure. I mean, I spent, and after 70 years, you know, that's a couple generations of, yeah. of time for people to get established in a new place. And if they found a home, then they found a home and they didn't necessarily want to leave. Sure. Okay. This story takes place after Xerxes, okay? I'm, okay, I'm that's sorry. the guy from 300, right? Cyrus, rather. This takes place oh, okay. after Cyrus. Sorry, I'm getting all my Persians uh, jumbled up. Oh, but yes, no. Xerxes, well, one of the Xerxes oh, is, because okay. there was more than one. Oh, there was at least, I mean, that makes sense. There was at least three, if I remember correctly. Oh. After Cyrus, uh, one of the subsequent leaders' name is Ahasuerus. Okay. Right? So On our house arrest, you got it. <laughs> yes, our story starts with Ahasuerus, okay? Okay. He is the king of Pers- of the Persian Empire. Ahasuerus is a very vain king, much like Xerxes in 300. Okay, He's a very yep. but that's Xerxes at war. This is Xerxes at home, right? So this is Ahasuerus at home and he is very vain. He loves how many how much how many riches he has and he likes to show that shit off whether it's his harem whether it's his like treasures whether it's his lamborghini yeah whether it's exotic stuff he loves to show off like it's a turkey right (laughs) like it's mtv cribs yes (laughs) yes welcome to my biblical cribs right So, he holds a party to, like, show off all his shit. Yeah, man, I feel you. for six months. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. They could have used that wheel of cheese from... Uh, from Andrew, Andrew Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, they definitely could have. 
so yeah, and, but six at, months. But at this time, you you also have to think like people like travel was not quick, and like okay, right. So you wanted everyone to be invited. Uh, you wanted everyone to show up because so they have, like a resort. Everyone <laughs> also like shows up and pays tribute. Like, hey, I'm your ally. You're such a great king. I love being allied with you. Here's some tribute, yeah, or yeah, I yeah. want to garner favor, or all this stuff, right? And so, ass kissings. The king is also mm, most likely an alcoholic, probably an alcoholic. Um, Sounds like a good actually, idea he's probably a multiple alcoholic, but we'll get into that. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, Ahasuerus, uh, at the last week of his party, invites the entire city. Oh. To be able to partake in this party, right? That's baller. Yeah. So he then summons the queen, whose name is Vashti. So Queen Vashti is summoned and uh, in order for him to literally parade her around and go, look how hot my wife is. Look at my hot ass wife. You're welcome. Right. Look at her. You are welcome to look at her. She's a 10. Mm-hmm. Vashti has probably been doing this a lot for the past six months. And now... Oh, she's on her last goddamn nerve. And now she's about to do it in front of not just him and all of his drunk friends and all of, you know, these fucking assholes who are just like, oh, I'm so fucking important. Just... Yeah. It's a bag of bullshit and she wanted none of it. So she refused. Oh, shit. Right? Is she even real, bro? <laughs> well, no, different problem. Now the men who are all around Xerxes go, hey, dude, if the women in your country and the women around us and just women everywhere hear that Vashti was able to blow to, you off like to that, blow you off like that, it's going to be a fucking problem, dude. Oh, my God. Talk. Sick, frail masculinity strikes again. Oh, yeah. So so they're like, dude, this is going to be a fucking problem. And <laughs> then Ahasuerus decides that or was convinced or whatever. He strips Vashti of her crown. Oh, Deposes damn. her. And then uh, like sends her off, like sends her into exile, banishes her. And now he has to go find a new bride. Great. Great. Right. So. Hey, ladies, hit me up in my DMs. I'm free again. Right. So then he also, in the meantime, he, like, after this happens, he goes and, and fights a small war with Greece. And Oh, because his feelings are hurt? Damn. No, nah, I mean, it's just, like, a thing that happens sure. when you have an empire. You know, you do battle with different people. Well, so, I mean, yeah, also, he's a little emotionable <laughs> from his recent breakup. <laughs> so um, he doesn't end up winning. Uh, like Persia is not <laughs> conquered, but he doesn't win, and he used a significant amount of money. Uh, oh damn! Now he, he's single and broke. <laughs> uh, he's definitely not broke. Oh, okay. He like he's not hurting, but it. He's like, sad. If he's like, if the extra cash is there to be had, he'll take it. Which sure, sure. will come up later. Um. So, 
So this took about three years, and Oof. so he comes back, and the hunt for some new poon is on. Woo! So he sent his servants to go throughout the city and throughout his kingdom and to find uh, beautiful virgins. Gross. All right. Right. And so that brings us to a man named Mordecai. Mordecai? He's not a virgin. He is not a virgin, but he is a Jew. (laughs) Go figure. No way. (laughs) So Mordecai is raising his little cousin named Hadassah. Because her parents both died, and so he figured, ah, someone should take care of the kid. Sure. Hadassah grows up to be a slamming hottie. <laughs> she's an eight. She's a nine. She's a ten. I know. <laughs> right? So Mordecai is like the servants come and they collect Hadassah and she's Rude. forced to go to the palace. Damn. He's like, damn, she's gone forever. <laughs> right? But, and he tells her, he he tells her, uh, do not tell anyone that you're Jewish. Like, oh, just try to pass off as a local and uh, just don't tell anybody. Now, Mordecai, he uh, works at the gate, like one of the gates of the city. So like he's a low level government employee. So okay. like he so he has a little bit higher clearance than other people. Great. So like he's able to meet with Esther like once a day during this process, which is like her glow-up process as well. So, oh. Right. So what they were doing is they were gathering all of these beautiful virgins and they were giving them makeovers and then night by night, uh, they, one by one, they would be introduced to the king to spend the night with the king. Gross! Yeah, a lot of sexual assault. We're not <laughs> even doing like a bachelorette type situation no there's no yeah oh so this is individual mm-hmm. interviews yep yep i mean i'm sure they- these are physical interviews skill mm-hmm. labor intensive that's ass yes so now there is now so this is all in the harem oh and any any of the women that don't get chosen to be queen are still going to be part of Ahasuerus's harem. Oh, great. So you don't even get to go home. Like, no, you're just like, you're just sorry, runner up in case he's feeling something. Whatever. Yeah. Fucking you. <laughs> yes. You very much. You. So now the common thing in the, these times because it was very common for a king to have multiple wives and concubines which is a fancy term for you know women who are forced to have sex with them but don't get the privileges or rank of being married to a king yeah 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 sounds super super swell so those harems are usually run by eunuchs because the king doesn't want the concubines being plowed by anyone but him. So eunuchs were usually the ones in charge of the harems and concubines. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. I mean, makes makes sense. So the head eunuch. Uh, Why of, not an old woman? <laughs> but, 
Okay, the head eunuch's name is Hegai. Okay. Alrighty. H e g a i Hegai. Ah, uh, sure. He is like the Cinna from Hunger Games. Love and it. Like the Stanley Tucci from <laughs> Devil Wears Prada. Stop it! Stop it! I love it. And he takes a real shine to Hadassah. Like, no way! The hot one. Well, they're all pretty hot. Like they, they don't. They're not picking up any hotties. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> but I mean, they are bathing them. They're putting them in like fine silks <laughs> and like they are clean. <laughs> but, and like adorning them with like gold jewelry and perfumes like myrrh and you know all oh, that man. stuff like the so, real glowing them up. Um, I love I love it for you, says. I mean, my that's the least you can do for kidnapping me, right? So Hegai notices Hadassah and that she's. Um, one hot, two, uh, pretty quiet. Um, she's obedient, great, and uh, but she's not stupid either. So mm-hmm. like he, he takes a real shine to her, kind of like sets her up for success. And like I said, every day, uh, she has a chance to see Mordecai, and Mordecai like constantly reminds her, "Don't tell anyone you're a Jew." <laughs> Oh, all right. Very nice. So now it's her turn to spend the night with Xerxes. Ah, uh, cool. Or, God damn it. I keep doing that. Yeah, <laughs> with, sorry. With a Hasserus. Um, with on house arrest. All right. <laughs> yes. So uh, details aren't super specific in the Bible about how this no night way. went. <laughs> but. Long story short, Ahasuerus took a real shine to her and didn't even, it wasn't like, let me see all of them and then I'll decide. He was like, nope, this is the one, makes her queen. Oh, right. Check. Woo. So she's made queen. She has her coronation. After the coronation, Hadassah's cousin, Mordecai, who, like I said, works at the gate. Yeah, yeah overhears two eunuchs talking named uh, Big Thin and Teresh. No, not Big Thin. (laughs) Or Big Tin. I don't know. Um, These two eunuchs are planning to kill the king. Oh, shit. Yeah. And Mordecai's like, hey, yo, can I get in on this plan? What's (laughs) going on? Uh, Exact opposite. He tells. What? (laughs) He tells Hadassah, who then tells the king, uh, and then That's ass. the assassination plot is foiled. <laughs> I mean, he's not a like he hasn't done anything to the Jews. He just went on a poon hunt for a new wife. Like that's the yeah, but the kidnapping. I. You know, it wasn't, I mean, I'm not making you skip, like, it is gross and disgusting, but it wasn't uncommon. Like Sure, that like, I, that is, was their norm, gross normal. Yeah, it was a very male-dominated culture, it was very, and if you were the head man in charge, pretty much any rules you made went, and it wasn't gross out All of right. the norm. All right, This is well. also in the time where if you lost a battle... Th- outcome was not good for any anyone in your 
village. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. So like women were considered were unfortunately casualties of a lot of normative practices at this time. Sure. Okay. So ew. Um, number two, gross. And all right. Yay. Uh, Anhasuerus is not dead. Right. So now Ahasuerus has a chief advisor, right? Um, Got himself a a little bird guy. Yeah. Um, Literally the second in command in the Persian Empire. Nice. His name is Haman. Okay. Okay. Hey, man. Hey, man. So whenever Haman goes around, people customarily bow to him as he goes Second number two, mo- right? Number two. Second most important person in the entire Akemenid Persian Empire. Okay. Except Mordecai. Oh. Because Mordecai apparently is devout enough in his Jewish face faith that he's not gonna bow before anyone but God. Uh, oh, so Alright. <laughs> right. Bold choice. Very bold choice. Yeah, bold choice, Cotton. We'll see how it works out for him. Now, Haman is an Agagite, which is... Uh, I think I have that stone. <laughs> uh, which means he is a descendant from a man named uh, Agag, or Agog, uh, who was the king of the Amalekites a long time ago. Okay. So he's a descendant of that man. The Amalekites were a tribe of people, or small kingdom, kingdom of people who the Israel Israelites had beef with back okay. in the day. So, doesn't like Jews very much, uh, sees that Mordecai is not bowing to him, pisses him off, right? Okay. Pisses him off so much because he's a whiny little bitch boy <laughs> that now he wants to kill all the Jews. What the fuck? And <laughs> bit of an overreaction, don't you think? Yeah. So he comes up that with... That escalated quickly. Right? So he comes up with a plan. All right. Right? Let's hear it. So he goes to King Ahasuerus, right? And he says, hey, dude, um, I don't know if you know this, but there's like a whole group of people that in your kingdom that don't respect you um, because if you disrespect... Number two, you're also disrespecting the king as well. Oh, yeah. All right. So, transfer property. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he's like, there's this whole group of people who are disrespecting you. They are just garbage people. They're leeches. They don't contribute anything to your empire. And, like, they're just dead weight. And uh, I can get rid of them. What the fuck? I got some Roundup, and... uh... Not only can I get rid of them, but when we get rid of them, you can have all of their money. What the... Is this Shark Tank? (laughs) I mean, a little bit. Uh, Except this one has real sharks. Uh... So he's mm-hmm. like, you can have all their money, and that'll help you recoup your losses from when you went and fought the Greeks a few years ago. What the fuck? So then he also pays Ahasuerus 10,000 pieces of silver, 
uh, as like a, hey man, here's like how confident I am in this plan. Here's like a down what payment. The like fuck? paying I'm, to go to war, essentially. So uh, Ahasuerus agrees, and he gives no way <laughs> right he gives Haman his ring which has his seal on it like what you ah, put so in... when he punches people in the head he's like from <laughs> the king exactly <laughs> express delivery <laughs> <laughs> so that way when Haman makes this decree he can like put it out on like royal parchment sure. and then seal it with the king's yeah, seal fucking punch right? that shit so, embossed so Haman then casts lots and like does you know a couple superstitious things to figure out when he should enact this plan throw them bones right <laughs> so turns out it's about 11 months from now okay alright all right. this also gives him time to send out all the documentation to the His different ravens. provinces yes. and, and to set this up to say hey on this day you're allowed to kill any Jew you want. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay. So quite literally, I mean, this is a gross simile, but open season. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mordecai, being a government employee and other Jews, obviously found out about this and uh, started to immediately lose their shit. Uh, yeah, I would. Like, like they're freaking out. Um, they go into a period of mourning, uh, which in the Bible, like it's common for when the Jewish people would mourn, they would adorn themselves with sackcloth or like yeah. burlap or they put ashes on their head. Um, mm -hmm. It was like they're mourning for a funeral. Uh, it was a common practice. So Hadassah sees Mordecai and he is all funeraled out. <laughs> okay. So Hadassah's like, dude, what's going on? And Mordecai's like, hey, man, there's this uh, fucking thing going on that uh, it's going to kill us all. So. Yeah, not cool. You need to talk to the king about this. And Hadassah's like, uh, okay, funny story. I haven't seen him in a month. Like, he has not oh. summoned her in a month. So she's like, I don't know if I did something to piss him off. I don't know why I fell out of favor with him, but he has not summoned me in a month. Whoa. And he was like, well, Mordecai basically says, well, if you're trying to save yourself, uh, someone's going to find out you're a Jew eventually and you're going to get killed because of this, too. So, Damn. like, your position as queen is not going to save you. And she was like, yeah, no, I get that, but... <laughs> like, literally, he hasn't been home. So, the thing is, is uh, the way this system is set up, there's a handful of advisors that are uh, available to talk to the king whenever. If you're not one of those people, you are not allowed to just walk up and ask the king and be like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, you sure, have sure, to sure, be sure. summoned. Even his queen? Even his queen. Wow. Yeah. So when I said Haman is the second most powerful person in the Persian Empire, even more so than Queen Hadassah. Wow, wow. So she's like, well, okay, well, what do you, like, if I stroll up and I, and he doesn't accept me, like, I can be executed for 
approaching the king without being summoned. Yeah. So, hey-ho, not a great plan. And he was like, well, somebody's got to do something. You're going to be dead either way. Please, for the love of God, help us. Yeah. And so she tells him to tell all the other Jewish people in the city to pray and fast for three days. And... Uh, okay. Uh, d- Call me in the morning. Sure. I mean, because it's... You know, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> so... Reasons that I don't understand. Yes. Yes. Because it's religious anyway. Yes. So, on the third day, she then goes into the courtyard and approaches, like, the king and kneels and the king... Lowers his scepter down for her to touch it, which means that he's... What a bit. Exactly. Like, he's not pissed or anything. Yeah. So, touches his scepter, and he was like, hey, what's up? Like, what's going on? Uh, what... Is there anything I can do for you? Like, he's very... Almost, like, gushing. I mean, I'm extrapolating a little, but he's... Sure. But, yeah, he's like, hey, babe, what's going on? What do you need? Like, I'm... You wouldn't do this unless you needed something. Exactly. And so she go. She says, I want to invite you and Haman to a banquet, and then I'll reveal my request at the banquet. Oh, I forgot to mention. He said, what do you want? I'll give you anything up to half of my kingdom. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So he's a fan, right? Yeah, man. I you I mean you haven't offered me half of a country so <laughs> I'd offer you the moon but it's not mine so. thank you um so she invites Ahasuerus and Haman to a banquet and is going to reveal her request at the banquet okay so they show up to the banquet and he asks her Party. asks her again hey what do you want I'll give you anything I'll give you half of all my shit and she was like, I want you and Haman to come to another banquet I'm going to throw tomorrow night. Okay. And he's like, okay. Great. And and I'm I'm sure this whole time she's she put on her finest Wine outfit. and dine and 69 and. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's being as sexy and as attentive and as loving and as perfect as she uh, yeah. can be. Right? So he's like, yeah, I'll take another night of this. Yeah, Hell for yeah. sure. Right? So now Haman leaves mm-hmm. the banquet. And mm-hmm. he's thinking, dude, I'm fucking hot shit. Okay? <laughs> I was invited to a banquet where it was just me and the king and the queen. And like, not only does does the king think I'm his boy, but the queen asked for me to be there specifically. I am hot shit yeah yeah so he's leaving the banquet walks past mordecai mordecai does not bow down to Haman again oh (laughs) oh my god triggered oh my god he is so (laughs) mad pissed he can't even enjoy the night that he had he goes home and is talking to his friends and to his wife oh my god he's like doesn't matter how good this shit is this motherfucker 
pisses me off so goddamn bad. He pissed all <laughs> over my I'm important parade. Right. And so his friends and his wife are like, well, you have so much favor with the king and queen. He's just this low level government. I'm bitch. killed. Fuck. Ask them to if you can kill him tomorrow. Tell you what. Set up a gallows tonight and fucking kill him tomorrow. What the fuck? <laughs> Samuel, thank you for encouraging me and everything, but if I ever try to set up a gallows, please discourage. Okay, so I know what you're picturing. You're picturing like Wild Wild West gallows with a noose and shit, (laughs) right? No, I was thinking head chop. Okay, that's a guillotine. Um, (laughs) so I was wrong still. (laughs) A little bit. So this is a little bit more primitive. Neither noose nor guillotine. It was just a 75 foot or I'm sorry, in the biblical measurements are 50 cubits, but Ooh. roughly 75 foot tall pole that they were going to have him impaled on. Oh, <laughs> but they called it a gallows because, you know, for fun. <laughs> so has the 75 foot tall piece of is lumber he hamburger or hot dog on this bad boy um is well if they specific? learned anything from the assyrians the assyrians would um hot dog impale you through your colon yeah hot dog that's what i mean yeah and then you would they would also grease up the pole so you would slide, hey, down, slide down over a period of days Oh, my God. As your anus stretches and <laughs> mm-hmm. then becomes. And well, then you get a cloaca. Puncturing into organs. You get in turn. Anyway. So wow. Very wow, slow. Wow, wow, very, wow. very slow. Agonizing. Death, uh, no, thank you. I'm good on that one. The Assyrians were the ones that conquered the northern kingdom. Oh, great. So everyone was very familiar. Yes. With this. So has the pole erected. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, <laughs> then. Uh, he in the middle of the night he goes out uh, and waits in the courtyard of the palace uh, because he wants to like get in there first thing in the fucking morning as soon as like as soon as the king takes his morning shit like mm-hmm. he wants to be there to wipe it yeah. yeah so he can be like hey I want to kill this dude you cool with that mm-hmm. so for whatever reason the king couldn't sleep that night and oh. yeah, they didn't have Ambien. That's or, hilarious. Or Lunestra or anything Get like that. Get out of here, Lunestra. <laughs> Not even NyQuil's. Right, yeah. No Z-Quil, no nothing. <laughs> so he has one of his servants come in and brings the like huge tome of the annals of... Uh, the anals. <laughs> yes, of the empire and different shit that's happened. So, all right, bring here, me the minutes. Right, bring me the minutes so you can read it to me and uh, be bored me to death. Sure, like, I will be so bored I will fall asleep easy. I love it. I love it. I'm sure, this is not the first time. Tweet me happened. the deets. Right. So, as luck or God or whatever would have it. Uh, the servant opens up the annals and starts rereading the documented story of how Mordecai told Hadassah about the plot to kill him. Oh, so he's like, man, that that's my dude. Right. It's my fucking dude. Well, and he goes, well, okay, 
wait a second. Did we do anything for him? Uh, and the servant was like, no, we didn't. Did, I don't no. have anything on the docket. Right, exactly. No, there's nothing on record saying that we did anything to honor him. And he goes, oh, shit. Then he notices out the window that there's someone in the courtyard. And so he asked the servant, he was like, who the fuck is out there in the courtyard? It's the middle of the goddamn night. Does someone want a piece of my time right now? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, who wants this? Right, and the servant goes, uh, that's that's Haman. And he goes, perfect. And so send Haman, oh, no. send Haman up. And so Haman comes up. He's like, oh, fucking boy! He's like, yeah, it's still middle of the night. I get audience with the king. This motherfucker's gonna be dead before He's Eggs fucking Benedict. dead. <laughs> so before he can even get his request, the Ahasuerus asked Haman a question. Oh, and God. He goes, what would you do to honor a man who honors me? Oh, boy. And Haman. And he's like. Haman's like. 75 bitches. He's like, man, this is fucking. Like, who else could he be talking about? Oh, my God. If not me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Ahasuerus goes, all right, what what would you do to honor a man who honored me? Or what do you think should be done for yeah, a man yeah, yeah. who yeah. honors me? And he and Haman's like, man, I would put this dude on a royal steed. I would put him in royal robes. I would have him paraded all around town and have huh. someone shouting out, this is what happens when the king decides to honor somebody. Oh, and King's like, and Ahasuerus great like, fucking perfect. idea. That's wonderful. Here's what we're going to do. I want you to call up my dude Mordecai, and tomorrow morning, I want you. No! No! That's great! Ah! I want you to put him on a horse. I want you to dress him in royal robes, and I want you to take him around the city, and I want you to tell everyone. To every one of my constituents. <laughs> oh my god. How big I, this dude is amazing. Right? So, I was so loud I woke up, Mick. <laughs> so, Heyman has to dress this motherfucker oh royal robes parade around. And, this, and he has to do this like all day. Oh my god. God. Right. Mordecai's personal bitch. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> now. assigned bitch. Now that that's done, he has to rush to the second banquet that Hadassah asked uh, to be held. Oh, God. And he's like, you know what? I'm off. I don't have to think about that motherfucker. I'm going to another sweet fucking banquet maybe i'll get to bang some broads tonight <laughs> so now it's banquet time with adas uh Hadassa and ahasuerus and they're they're there they're already there they're waiting for him to get there and they're like what up better so they eat their food they do their shit and then uh ahasuerus asked Hadassa again he was like hey babe what do you want yeah. Like, what is this Love about? That spot. What I will give you anything you want. 
I'll give you half of everything I have. What do you, what would you want? She says, my request is my life. Oh. Uh, and he's like. And uh, my petition is for the life of my people. Someone is trying to kill me and kill all of my people. Oh, damn. Laying all the cards on the table. Yeah. And Ahasuerus is pissed. He's like, who the fuck is trying to kill my wife? My wife! <laughs> and her peoples. And she says, it's him. It's that villain. It's Haman. Oh, shit. And, and, has, and he's has, like, and be, I thought you told me that these people were not cool. And she, and she goes, I'm Jewish. Like, I'm a Jew. Oh, damn. And Ahasuerus is pissed. Like, he oh. is pissed. Oh, oh Ahasuerus is mad? Oh, he's big mad. Uh, like, that this is not at he's not mad at hadassah he's oh okay <laughs> i was like oh oh no <laughs> no 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 he's just big mad because about the whole thing yeah and he so an ass. he goes to uh the garden to like clear his head calm down try to figure out what the fuck to do about this right Heyman uh, realizes like back, oh he realizes he is fucked it is time to beg for his goddamn life Oof. <laughs> and he does he's begging 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 fucking and, brown no who's him oh yeah and like and he goes and he's uh like throws himself on the ground at her feet oh well as he like to plead and beg and as he's in the process ahasuerus walks in and it looks like he's throwing himself at her. Uh, 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 oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, my. Right. <laughs> so, okay. uh, he's, uh, Ahasuerus goes, get him the fuck out of my sight <laughs> right now. Not on my wife. Right. And so, like, it looked like he was trying to either attack her or molest, whatever. Like yeah, it was all not a molest. nothing good. Yeah, so he's yeah, like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. And as they're escorting Haman out, uh, one of the servants was like, hey, um, just a side thought. I don't know if you knew this, uh, but you know that pole, uh, yeah. that giant one that's out by Haman's house? And the king was like, sure. Um, yeah, Haman had that built because he was going to try to kill Mordecai, ask you to kill Mordecai and impale him on that, on that thing. Him. <laughs> and uh, Ahasuerus was like, uh, yeah, put him on That'll it. do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he's like, what? No. Yep. No, 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 no. I didn't have this in my Old Testament bingo card. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was a, yeah. Uh, he did not get up that day thinking that he was going to be uh, pegged. Right. Yeah, B3 on the Old Testament bingo card is impaling. So if oh anyone God, has yeah. B3 for impaling. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. All right. So, yeah, Ahasuerus is impaled on the 75-foot pole. Cute. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Haman is, in, by order of Ahasuerus, Haman is impaled. Cute, cute. So then 
Hadassa tells Ahasuerus about Mordecai is actually her cousin who raised her. Wow. So then, He's like, why not on the way? Right. So then Ahasuerus gives Mordecai Haman's job. Damn! <laughs> Even in the afterlife. Right. Oh, my God. Still doing worse in the afterlife. So now Hadassah is still pleading with Ahasuerus to, like... uh, Call that shit off? Yeah, to call that shit off. So Ahasuerus wants to, but he can't. What? (laughs) Right. His line of thinking is, look, I can't just go and say that I was wrong or I was bamboozled or uh, I was made to be a fool or I changed my mind like this is yeah a, I can't look wishy-washy can't look wishy-washy you can't look weak you can't look incompetent you Damn. can't look any of this so so there's nothing he can do to repeal or retract this so what he does is since Mordecai is the new second in command he has Mordecai and Hadassah work together to try to come up with a solution. He's like, look, whatever you got, feel free to throw at it. Here's my ring that I gave Haman. Uh, so whatever you say, you stamp it up, write it down, stamp it up, send it out. Here we go. So what they came up with is on this designated day where people are allowed to kill Jews, the Jews are allowed to organize Beforehand, they're allowed to organize, arm themselves up, and prepare, and they are allowed to defend themselves. Oh, Jesus. All right. Right? I mean, okay. That's the best we've got. (laughs) But you also have to remember that not everyone hated the Jews, so it wasn't... Oh, okay. It was just like, hey, if we can kill them for free, fuck it, right? Oh, Jesus. And, like, who, whatever dregs of society would be fine with that. Sure. Those are the ones who are going to capitalize on it. Sure. Or if, you know, your neighbor's really annoying and he happens to be a Jew, you're like, yeah, I might go for that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I want his properties. So, now you also have to remember that the second most important person in the Persian Empire and the queen of the Persian Empire are Jewish. So, whatever momentum the previous edict had behind it <laughs> has dropped off significantly. So, sure. Like, there's not as nearly as many people gung-ho about this as sure, there sure, was sure. before. Ooh. There's enough. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but, so, long story short, um, the Jews were not exterminated. Great, great, great. <laughs> Obviously. But they still had to defend themselves in the capital city. I think they killed around like 500 men, roughly. Um, That's a couple. And all 10 of Haman's sons. No! Wait. Haman. Haman the bad guy? Yes, they killed all 10 of his sons. Okay, so um, extinguished his lineage. Um, and then across the Persian Empire, they uh, the Jewish people killed about 75,000 people. Who Whoa! Tra- there are no reported casualties on 
how many of the Jewish people were killed. I don't know. The Bible was not they specific. They said Sarah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was not. Re- none were reported. So we don't know. But. Okay. Um, also. Ahasuerus. Not into the heavy details. That one. Hmm? Well, it's. Yeah. <laughs> um, but of the 500 men in the capital city and of the other 75,000 that were killed, the edict was like, if you kill someone, you're allowed to take the shit. Right on. Whether it was Jew or whether it was, you know, the Jews defending themselves. But the Jewish people did not plunder anything when they killed. Mm. Uh, the Like, defending, whatever. But Ahasuerus asked Hadassah, um, if she had another request and she said the next day she had all 10 of Haman's sons impaled, uh, near right next to him. So oh, shit. <laughs> family reunion, please. <laughs> but yeah, so that kind. is the story of Hadassah or as you may have heard her name more commonly, Esther. Oh, shit. So that's the story of Esther and King Xerxes. Wow. Um, I knew that Esther was a biblical name, mm-hmm. but I did not. I have not retained any knowledge about the story of her. Wow. That wasn't what Veggie Tales said. <laughs> I don't think Veggie Tales had an Esther one. Oh my God! Well, they're missing out. <laughs> they could have a really great cucumber gal. Well, look, there's first of all, um, there are a lot of adult themes in the Esther story. Oh, sure. I mean, hey, just sheep. Call it, it's sheep. <laughs> Replace it with sheep. sheep, I don't know. In veggie tails? Yeah, man, they work it out. Are sheep vegetables now or what are we? Hey, they've had animals on that show. Not in the classic veggie tales. Oh my God. Now listen, they could be little cauliflower sheep. Sure. Thank you. Okay. That are taken as concubines or what are we? No, you know, like they own them. Quick, he's got his head in the fence. Oh my God. Oh my God! Uh, thank you so much for bringing us a badass story about a badass bitch. Yeah, she uh, survived what I'm assuming is a lot of trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds about sounds about right. And was able to uh, use uh, what she had to get some shit done, man. Like she was, she was very smart. She was very deliberate about what she did and how she did it, and uh, what like politically maneuvered very 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 well that's uh that's fucking awesome no like a great story yeah like historically the action movie right historically there's it's not a super well documented like it's more documented than others but like sure what's truth what's not truth how accurate it is is, but what's hyperbole right exactly but I mean, like I said, the Bible is full of. I mean, it really is. That's why it's one of the. It, why it is the highest and best-selling book of all time. Um, <laughs> Number one novel. Right, but I mean, there are a lot of really a lot of there is a lot of really well-crafted literature 
in. Sure. Like from a literary there sense. There are great like, psalms and uh, different. Uh, there are lessons to be learned in there, just like there are with many other historical yeah, texts. Or, yeah, and religious texts of all yeah. kinds. But yeah, but I mean, from like a literary standpoint, like the Book of Ruth is a, like 90% of all love stories or like tropes of oh, or, really? or have tropes of the story of Ruth in them. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh my god, uh, I can't recall. But I mean, yeah. So if like, there's I, not a Veggie Tales about it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm out. it's out of my depth. <laughs> but yeah, so I, you know, it's definitely full of a lot of stories that you can, you know, take whatever you want from, apply sure. however much of it you want. But uh, well, definitely interesting great parables. Yeah, a lot of interesting storytelling in the Bible. So I figured I'd, I'd bring you. An interesting one that's more fun to listen to as an adult than it was as sure. a kid. Sure, you know? yeah. You didn't get the juicy deets of that one. Right, yeah. As, as a, a kid, child. you're just more taught like Esther was chosen to be queen and God put her in this position so she was able to bend the ear of the king to keep the Jews from being Quite killed. literally, kids. Da, 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 da. Bend that ear. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, Samuel, you'll have to, that was great. It was wonderful. Uh, I would love for you to do the one about, uh, the bear. Oh, Elijah and the bear. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Uh, it's so fucking good. Like, don't make fun of bald people. All right. That's the moral of the goddamn story. The moral of the story. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Unfortunately, that one's not good enough for like a deep dive. Oh, really? Oh yeah, long story oh, okay. short, there was a ma- like prophet of God, he was a major prophet. Um, he was bald, had a big beard, spent a lot of time in the wilderness, quote unquote, communing with God. And what, so he's a dirty, hippie, kind of mangy, sure, bald, sure. big beard, raggedy clothes. Some kids made fun of him, and then he uh, asked God to sick a bear on him, and he did. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's that. All right. Well, thank you again for some juicy knowledge. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's great. Well, Samuel... <laughs> I I think it's that time because I got I got stuff for bald people. Yeah. Don't you worry. You're Great. welcomed here, bald people. Uh, Samuel, are you ready to get that shit? I am very ready. Let's go from the Bible to I'm assuming a pride related get that shit. You would be correct. <laughs> Absolutely. So this year, my dudes, if you need some new gear, I have the place for you. I need new gear. You sure do. I saw a couple of shirts that I really, really want to get you, to be honest, because you're such a good ally. Um, You can shop with pride. Uh, at shop with pride hey! Yay! <laughs> at shop with Yes, I'm sorry. I found them on TikTok and I was already suckered in and I was like, well, international support. I love it. But we'll get plenty of local pride related things plugged into this show this month. Absolutely. So 
uh, shop with pride you can go there and see they have a range as large as the rainbow itself i was gonna say the kinsey scale hilarious <laughs> kinsey scale's great uh they have a uh, soap bombs they have uh, soaps other soaps <laughs> um they have uh, i clicked over Wash to the web washcloths <laughs> no they have um the gay bar of soap the gender neutral soap and it's like carved into gotcha. the soaps very funny um i clicked over onto the website but not my list of shit <laughs> <laughs> do 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 Let's see. Okay. Dope rainbow t-shirts, water bottles, candles, jewelry, and mystery boxes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, a little bit about them. Like I said, they are a UK-based company. Uh, Pride Hub, the LGBTQ plus venue powered by Pride in Surrey. I do believe that that's... How it's pronounced. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering it. Pride Hub is an exciting and unique venue for the LGBTQI plus community and our allies in which to meet, socialize, shop, and access valuable services. The venue is led by a team of volunteers and each order is packed and shipped directly from the hub. Shop small and support Pride. Sales from every order we get go back into supplying resources for our local LGBTQ plus community. Pride Hub is part of Pride Surrey, not a huge corporation. We are a small volunteer-led nonprofit organization with the aims to celebrate, educate, and connect Surrey's LGBTQ plus community all year round. So go hop over there. They have anything that your little gay heart could desire. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at Hub Pride, H-U-B Pride, and on TikTok at Shop with Pride. So get on over there. Get yourself a rainbow water bottle. I saw some really cute reusable coffee mugs and in responsible sizes like (laughs) 16 to 18 ounces because i'm learning in my 30s that maybe i don't really need an entire yeti of iced coffee (laughs) every morning because in 2020 i'm very surprised that i had any blood in my system because like i drank so much iced coffee (laughs) and cold brew like it was That's all I drank. Oh, and I wanted to mention their shipping is not outrageous. It's about eight to fifteen dollars, depending on how big your order is. Nice. Yeah. Well, Sam, I uh, think that about does it. Yeah. Cool. Um, Are we? I'm glad you enjoyed the story, and I'm glad you had me back on. Yeah, absolutely. You'll be back. (laughs) You always come back. (laughs) Well, my dudes, while you are shopping for your gayest pride ever, make sure we're in your earballs. You can find us on all the different streaming platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, 
Stitcher. And if those don't suit your fancy, you can find more platforms on our Instagram bio at GTS underscore podcast. While you're there, please like, follow, subscribe so we can continue to grow our shit. Check out our link tree to find our website, episode resources, extra streaming platforms like promised, and much, much more. Please holler at us if you have a small business you want to hype or a topic you don't want to do homework on. You can catch us at GTS with Kaylee and Cassie at gmail.com. Alrighty, tinies. Well, you be safe out there. Have a great pride. Uh, Tag us in all of your fun pride events and things you do. And uh, just have a gay old time, all right? Be safe out there. Love and light. Love and light. Bye.